Welcome to Karura's Weekly Podcast. Our hope is that your spiritual life will be fruitful as you listen in. We start in 3, 2, 1. Pastor Edna gave us a text. One from Matthew and another one from... Yeah, let's stand please. One from Matthew and another one from Luke. And that's the same thing I'll be uh, speaking, the same text I'll be using for my sermon. So we start with Matthew chapter 2. Um, Matthew chapter 2. We will read 1 to 12 and we'll read together. 1, 2, go. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. All the people's chiefs, priests, and teachers of the law, he asked them, Where is the Messiah in Bethlehem in Judea? They replied, for this is what the prophet has written. Mm-hmm. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, Report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, uh-huh, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Mm-hmm. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. To go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Asante, don't take your seats just yet. There's another reading I want us to read together. Luke 2, 8 to 20. We read this yesterday, so let's repeat. Living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, uh uh-huh appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Uh Uh The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, huh? They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. Were amazed. Uh-huh. And pondered them in her heart. 20. 
glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Heavenly Father, may your word bring healing to us. May your word bring enlightenment to us. May your word bring freedom. Your word that is alive, active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It divides, it penetrates. We pray that whatever it needs to be divided in our lives will be divided. Whatever thing in our lives that needs penetration will be penetrated. Come, Lord, into all the areas of our lives and transform us from within. Come, Lord, and start this journey of growth into your word in our lives, O oh Father. Help us, Holy Spirit, to understand so that these words are not just words. That we read the lines, we read between the lines, we read beyond the lines, and we understand what that text means to us today. We glorify your name, we praise your name. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed, trusting and believing. And the church said, come on guys, and the church said, amen. We may have our seats. The last two Sundays, Pastor Edna has done an awesome job at explaining those two texts. One that has the Magi and, um, and the parents of Jesus and Jesus himself, and one that has the shepherds. And the what the thing that surrounds them that we can learn from. The story is amazing. It should intrigue us that God does not reveal the birth of Jesus, you know, to one group. There's an, one group that is, this, is being revealed. The birth of Jesus is being revealed. And then there's another group. And the mode of revelation about the birth of Jesus is totally different. And so today I will speak on the topic, characters of the nativity. Characters of the nativity. Nativity is not a complex word. It just comes from the word native. And it means the occasion of a person's birth. The place of my nativity, one would say, is this place and this place. But it is often used, number two in this definition, the birth of Jesus Christ. That's how this word in many, many cases is used. The birth, to describe the birth of Jesus Christ. And so, as we look at the characters of the nativity, there are many characters in there. But allow me in a, in a short time to look at three characters. And then pick what we can learn from them and we are done for, for, for this service. If it turns 12, we will be competing with your lunch and we will lose terribly. So these three characters we will look at are the Magi, number one, and then the priests and the teachers of the law, and then the shepherds. Let me start with the Magi. The Bible describes the Magi as wise men from the East. The term Magi is often associated with a priestly caste in ancient Persia. And I think um, Pastor Edna told, 
told us in detail what Magi were about. They are known for their knowledge. They were known for their knowledge of astrology, astronomy, and esoteric practices. The Magi were likely skilled in the observation of celestial phenomena as they saw a special star that led them to seek a newborn king. Now, the assumption is that they were three, and most probably because the gifts were three. We don't know. We are not told that they were three. We are not told of the number. All we know is that because of their status, they must have traveled in a convoy. And they cost attention. Their entrance to the city must have cost attention. And that's how Herod got to hear about the question they were asking. Where is the Messiah to be born? When, when great people of this, um, of this world come to Kenya, they can't come unnoticed. And that was the case here. But we learn from them five things. Number one is a one that, you know, blesses my heart. That Jesus was born for all. That Jesus was born for all. As opposed to the teachers of the law and the shepherds, the Magi were not Jews. They were Gentiles, like me and you, like you and I, most of us at least. From the east, eastward is where Adam and Eve were chased toward when they fell. Eastward is the direction the idol worshippers in the temple in Ezekiel 8.16 were facing. The Bible says they were, they were facing east, bowing down to the son of the east. Even for them, Christ the Savior had been born. So there is hope for you and I, Gentiles. Jesus was not just born for the Jews, but for the Gentiles as well. And we see that with the Magi. They, make a, they go kilometers, many kilometers to visit Jesus. The story of the Magi is not in the Bible by accident. It is put there to encourage you and I that Gentiles, that Jesus came for us all. Then as now. The second thing we see in, as we look at the Magi is that is that the star must have disappeared at some point. And even though you study the times, and even though they were studying the times, it is encouraged that we have faith. Their entrance was not a quiet one. Remember, these wealthy people from the east, they were wealthy people from the east. They most probably traveled as a con in a convoy, as I have said. Their entrance into Jerusalem could not have been classified information. Because of their entourage, most likely, in Matthew 2.2, 2, the Bible says, we, stole his, we saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. This is the lesson in this second um, observation of the Magi. The first time you see or hear the voice of God, on the way, that voice may be quiet. On the way, that star may disappear. Have faith. The Lord is still with you. I love how one pastor put it. He said, it is like looking for direction with your Google Maps. The lady says, 
head north. And then the lady says, turn right. And then the lady says, drive 10 kilometers. And then goes quiet. It is for you to know that I'm still within the 10 kilometers. That I, by faith, the Lord is still with me. He said, go. And he's still with me, even though I'm not hearing his voice. Every day in the morning, every top of the hour. But I know he's with me. Their attempt to find out where Jesus is through other means put Jesus at risk of being killed by Herod. Have faith. Even though you don't see the sign that you first saw, have faith. The star will rise again. The hardest people to employ faith is the caliber of this magi. They depend on study of the times, the seasons, the patterns, the trends, the predictions. And when the signs don't work in their favor, they panic. Let go, let God have faith. The star will rise again. Amen. When people who study the times and the patterns, and especially economists, <laughs> my apologies, economists, <laughs> when you don't see, you know, you predict next year will go like this because of this and this and this and this. But I'm telling you my own testimony. The things I have achieved most are the things I never even predicted. And the things I predicted, many of them have failed. When we begin the year 2024, don't look at the patterns of 2023. Trust the Lord that he will do a new thing in your life. Somebody shout amen. amen. The third thing we learn from the Magi is awesome. They walk into the room, they see Jesus and they bow down to Jesus, Pastor Edna. Can you imagine? We have so many people who walk into the room and they don't see Jesus. On coming into the house, the Bible says in Matthew 2, 11, they saw the child. Who did they see? Who did they see? Yet the room had many people. At least three we know were there. The child, the father, and the mother. But when they walk into the room, they see the child. The Bible says, with, they see the child with his mother Mary, and they bow down and worship him. Him who? who? Him, the child. It is wisdom to walk in any room and see Jesus. And see Jesus. And not just see him, worship him. Especially the room called the Bible. When you walk into the Bible, when you enter into the scriptures, into those words, and you read them, See Jesus like the Magi's. In this room called Christmas, we are now walking into it. Walk into the room, see Jesus, and worship him. I know churches that have walked into the room, seen the mother of Jesus, and worshipped her. I know churches, there's one in Poland, that has walked into the room, seen Joseph, and worshipped him. It's called Josephology. See Jesus in the room. Worship him. Jesus said in John 14, 6, 6 and you know this by, by, by memory, I am the way, the truth, and the... No one comes to the Father 
except through me. The fourth thing we learn is that they don't come empty-handed. They come with treasures. They come with gifts. In verse 11, the Bible says, and they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold. The Bible says in Matthew 6.21, where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. One way of knowing where your heart is is by checking where your treasure is going. When you do an audit of 2023 and you, you ask yourself, where has my money gone to? Where, is my, where am I spending most of my money in? That is where your heart is. Use your treasure for the glory of God. Gold to acknowledge that I am no longer the king. You are the king. And so I give you the gold. Frankincense, which was used to worship. To, they were saying, I am going to worship. I am giving you this gift as an act of worship, not as an investment. And many of us have given out of investment. I'm giving this. It's an investment. Give him out of worship. And that's what frankincense represents in this, in this equation. Ma was used for healing. So what they were saying is that, you know, Jesus, now that you're here, here is my medicine. I don't need it anymore. When I am sick, you are Jehovah Rapha. Praise the Lord. You are my healer. You are my healer. The last thing we see is that when they have done all this, when they are going back, they are warned in a dream. And they changed their route. They changed their route. And I'll ask the same question I asked last Christmas. Are you willing to change your route to protect Jesus? Are you willing to change your job when your job has gotten to a place where continuing in it means compromise? Are you willing to, to change your routine? Are you willing to change your hobbies, to change your passions? And listen to this, to change your friends, to protect the Jesus in your heart. If these guys are called wise and they change their route, I'm asking us, church, whenever the route we came with has been compromised and using it means putting Jesus at risk, let us change the route. At this point, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, change the route. And please don't, don't, don't behave like you didn't notice I said route. Father, I'm ready for an international tour. The second group of people are the chief priests and the teachers of the law. The chief priests and the teachers of the law. Please understand, when the Magi come into the city and they're asking, where is this savior born? Where is this savior born? It attracts the attention of Herod. And he calls these guys, they are called chief priests and teachers of the law. I will not spend a lot of time talking about this group, but there's something we can learn in this group. I'll say this. They knew where Jesus was born, but their knowledge of where the Messiah is did not transform them or even give them a hunger to find out. Why Herod was asking and why the Magi are asking. And 
Pastor Edna told us yesterday, it was how many kilometers? Was it nine? Eight to nine kilometers. And Pastor Edna said, it, it's, it's, it's like Ngara in here. They could have walked. The Magi have come a long way, but they could have walked. The word they have, because they were quoting the Bible in the book of Micah. They were quoting the Bible. But the word they had did not give them a hunger to find Jesus. And such people exist today. They know the word. They can memorize the word. But the word has not transformed them. They can memorize Proverbs chapter 15 verse 1. A gentle answer turns away wrath. They can memorize that. But the day someone hits them from the back with their car, they put the scripture down. They come out of the car and they deal with that person. They know the word, but they've not allowed the word to transform them. What do they use the word for? One, to explain religious gaps. And most of the time, it's arguing. Number two, to impress the government of the day. And when I say government, I don't, I don't mean literally government, but the leaders in whatever contest they belong. And that's why they are at Herod's beck and call. When Herod calls them, they run. And I know for those of you who follow politics, this is very similar to what is happening in Kenya right now. Every preacher's sermon has the, 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 the statement, um, as I was coming from State House, they, they can't fail to say that. You see, when we study scripture, we must read them primarily to see Jesus. Primarily to see Jesus. He said in John 5.39, and I'm reading from the ESV version. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is, and it is they that bear witness about me. Every scripture is about him. All scripture testify of Jesus. They may not all be explicitly about him, but they all point to him. When reading scripture, remove the spectacle of tradition. When reading scripture, remove the spectacle of church dogma. When reading scripture, theologians, remove the spectacle of extreme exegesis that boxes scripture. It boxes scripture. When reading scripture, read through Jesus' tinted glasses. Yani leo makofi. When reading scripture, read through Jesus' tinted glasses. My daughter came into the room one day and she told me, Dad, who is Imenda? I said, I don't know. But your car, I saw, I saw a, a piece of wood written, Hi, Imenda. I said, Ati, hi, Imenda. Let's go to the room. Let's go to the car. And find out, yo, that board. And we got to the car, and this is the board, if you could project it. This is what we saw in my car. He, man. <laughs> she was reading 
in the language she understands. And in her language, the board was written, hi, Imenda. And so we were arguing, no, 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 tell me who is Imenda. <laughs> but that's not what, I, what the board was talking about. When you read through scripture, read with Jesus-tinted glasses. Let's look at the third character of the nativity, which is the shepherds. Now, the Magi know what? Let's follow the star. The Magi know who? The Messiah has been born. The king of the Jews. The question they're asking is, where? The teachers of the law know where. They also know who. And, and what they seem not to know is when. And that's why Herod calls the Magi secretly and asks them the exact time the star had appeared. The shepherds are given a complete puzzle. For them, they know when. Because the first words they were told is today. They know where. The Bible says in the town of David. They know who. The Bible says a, safe, a savior will be born. He's the Messiah, the Lord. They know what? A baby will be wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. They know where. They know when. They know who. They know what? They have the complete puzzle. They have a revelation of the nativity. The mode of operation uh, in these three groups, the magi operate by environment. The chief priests operate, the teachers of the law operate by experience. The shepherds by encounter. An encounter is beautiful. It changes things you've learned through experience. It changes things you've learned in your environment. And because they have a complete puzzle, look at their response. Number one in Luke 2 verse 15. They say, let's go. <laughs> and that's amazing. Let's go. After all we've been told, let's go and see. Let's go and see this thing that the Lord has told us about. Response number two in verse 17. When they had seen him, seen him they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. They spread the word. First response, let's go. Second response, spread the word. And in this Christmas period, I'm asking us and I'm encouraging us. You will meet family. Some of them are not born again. This is your opportunity to spread the word. You will go to eateries. You will go to a restaurant that you don't know whether the waiter is born again or not. And you, they are busy, so you don't want to take 15 minutes of their time. Explaining John 6, 6, uh, 3.16. What you could do is what we tried with my friend and it worked. We went to a Somali restaurant. And you know the Somalis um, put a lot of pressure on the people they employ to, to convert. And so what we did is we left a tip. We left a tip, but we also left a note. The note said... Jesus loves you. Just that. We didn't go into 
explaining the word. You see, John 3.16 was written, Jesus loves you. And then we left our number there. This lady called and said, I was in, under so much pressure to convert. So much pressure. But when I saw your note, I knew God was telling me he still loves me. Find out your own way. Get to know. Be creative with your own way of evangelism. Either way, go and spread the word. Verse 20 in their response number 3, the shepherds return glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen which were just as they had been told. In this season and in this time glorify and praise the Lord. Don't complain. Concerning this Christmas today, we should be like the shepherds. We should know who the Savior has been born. We should know where in our hearts. We should know why. That they may believe in him, evangelize him, and glorify him. What sign do we have that Christ is in my heart? Outward, inward renewal, outward transformation. Most important is this, when. When is Christ born? Is Christ born on the 25th? Is Christ born on the 26th? Is Christ born on the 1st of January, on the 2nd of June, on the 3rd of May? When is Christ born? And the answer is this. Christ is born today. Christ is born today. The shepherds were told today, today. Tomorrow will be today. <laughs> January will be today. If you understand that Christ is born today, then you know when he was born. In Hebrews 4, 7, the Bible says he again fixes a certain day. And that day is called what? Today. Saying through David, after so long a time, just as, his, he had, as has been said before. The Bible says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. In 2 Corinthians 6, 2, for he says, at the, at the acceptable time I listened to you, on the day of salvation, I helped you. Behold, now. Now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Jesus was born today. And I'm not saying that because it's Christmas. I'm I will say that tomorrow. I will say that the day after tomorrow. He's born today. Today is the day of salvation. In Hebrews 3.13, the Bible says, but we encourage one another day after day, as long as it is called today. As long as it is called, come on church, as long as it is called, as long as it is called today, so that no one, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. In Luke 19.5, this is what the Bible says. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and Kenyans are using this verse a lot of times these days, and said to him, Zakayo, <laughs> hurry and come down, for today I must stay at your house. Today I must stay at your house. Not because it's 25th of December, but today I must stay in your house. 
These categories, as I finish, of the magi, teachers of the law and the shepherds, are not absolute. We are not saying you must be in either or. It's not an either or situation. There are times when you'll be a magi situation. You're reading the times and studying the patterns. And you're looking for the star. In those times when you cannot see the star, be patient. Trust the Lord and have faith. There are times when you'll be a teacher of the law. When you search the scriptures to see what the Bible says. And when you read and found, I have found what the Bible says, do not block it. Let it transform your heart. Because the, the word is meant to transform you. Don't read the word with the, with the, with the, with the thinking that, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish Nani was here to hear this word. It's for you. And there are times when you will have shepherd experience. When the thing is complete, the puzzle is complete, you have psych. You know how, you know what, you know who. And most importantly, you know when. The when is today. The when is today. The when is today. And I want to ask, I want to ask this question. Are you here and your today has never come? You've been saying, uh, one day, one day I will, I will dedicate my life to the Lord. We're telling you, today is that one day. Once you know when the Messiah is to be born, the Messiah is to be born today in my heart for an inward transformation. I want to invite you to accept this Jesus today. Imagine having your birthday when you actually gave your life to Jesus on Christmas Day. That means you'll never miss it. You will always celebrate it. And so, as I invite the worship team, I want to ask, are you here? And you'd like to give your life to Jesus. I want to give you that chance. Please lift up your hand. I won't even call you in front. I will pray with you where you are. And you'll have received Jesus. Is there anyone? Be bold and just lift your hand. I won't even tell guys to close their eyes. Please look around if your neighbor is lifting their hand and help them, encourage them to lift. Anyone who would like to receive Jesus? All right, could we all stand? There's a reason why the birth of Jesus was revealed to the Magi, even though they were not Jews. And the Lord is speaking to us. Those who are not, uh, we call them, uh, they, they call other people, they are not waspiri. They are not spiri. They study the times, they calculate their moves. If you're such a person, the Lord is speaking to you today. And the Lord is saying there will come a time when you cannot see the star. The Lord is saying be patient. 
and trust that I am the Lord who sent you, the star will rise again. The Lord is saying to you who has a magi flavor that when you walk into that boardroom, see me. Don't see the contract. Don't see your report. See me. And if you can see me and worship me and give your gifts and use your treasures to worship me, I will be your God. And when your faith is in jeopardy, I will come to you in a dream and I will change your route. The Lord is saying as to us who, has, who have the Magi flavor, change your way. Change your friends. Change your hobby. When you know that hobby has led me to pick a habit that I shouldn't have picked. Change it. The Lord is talking to us who study the word and you'd like to be a theologian. The Lord is saying, don't use it to answer Herod's questions. Use it to transform your own life. The Lord is saying to us who are shepherds and shepherds were explained to us by Pastor Edna yesterday. She said, they are the lowly in society. They are, they are, they are not the magi. They are not that. They are different. They are in the marketplace. But for them, the response is quick. They go out. Whatever they have seen, they go out to preach. And maybe you're a shepherd and you've not, your response has not been, let's go. The Lord is saying, go. The Lord is saying, go. The Lord is saying, go. Let us pray. Oh God of heaven, thank you so much. for sending your son to become human to be hungry to lose a friend to be angry to experience what we are experiencing here and today we celebrate her tomorrow will be our today again in January we will be in today and today we worship you we praise you you are born today in our hearts. We thank you, our God. We thank you, our Savior. We give you our gold because you're now our King. We give you our frankincense because we worship you. We are not giving as an investment. We just worship. We give you our ma because we don't need it anymore. You are our Jehovah Rapha. You are our healer. Be glorified in our lives. As we send people out for Christmas, I pray that you will give them a creative way of evangelizing, of sharing the gospel, that even one will be brought to the kingdom. Just one. And if that one is the only one they reach out to in this season, that's enough. Give them the courage to share the gospel with family members. All for the glory of the Lord. We glorify your name, O oh God. We thank you and we love you. We love you. You've been a God who does not forsake us. A God who does not forget. You are a God 
who has been so gracious to us and merciful. So thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Clap your hands and give Jesus the glory and the praise. We may have our seats. I want us to take Holy Communion. And I want us to give, I want, I'd like to give us a chance to reflect. Reflect on your own life. How have you lived your life? How have you lived 2023 as 2023 comes to an end? Have you served the Lord? Have you lived a life that is pleasing to the Lord? Have you glorified him in everything that you do? I want you to pray. The Holy Spirit will lay in your heart things that you should repent about. People you never talked um, kindly to. Situations when you are not polite. Places where you fell. Just take time and repent. Amen. Lord, thank you for your mercy, for your mercies that are new every morning. Thank you. The same way you turned water into wine, turn these elements we are holding in our hands, the solid to represent your body and the liquid to represent your blood. Thank you. Thank you, dear Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. If you are to repay us on the evil we've done, we'd be dead by, right, by now. But you have looked at us and beheld us with mercy and so much grace. We thank you, our Father. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread and we can take our bread. Just hold it in your hand. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We may take the bread.
in the same way after supper he took the cup saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me we may take the cup whenever you eat this bread and drink the cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen if you need prayer if you're here and you need prayer all those things we have said if you need prayer just come we will be here pastors will be here we will pray with you and you will have a different christmas amen god bless you has this message challenged you We hope that it has been a blessing in your life. If you would like to give your life to Christ or talk to or pray with someone, kindly reach us on WhatsApp 0721-990-880. God bless you.